Testing. Hello. One, two, three. Can you guys hear me? Is this better? I still need to record. My mic on? Nope. Hit that button. Hold on. My kids need me. Testing. Testing. I don't think I'm recording. I forgot to grab a Dr. Pepper. I'm Nick. I'm Katie. And I'm Emily. And, and we, we don't, don't claim, claim to be experts. experts. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna clap just because. Okay. You should clap too. Um, I guess maybe, I mean, Katie's out. She's gone. She's not with us. Yeah. Um, she had surgery a couple days ago <laughs> and she's in filling. Yeah. Um, uh, apologies for making it sound like. Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. That was quick. <laughs> yeah. So she's not feeling her best. She said she'd rather record another time. Yeah. My my weeks jumbled. These past two weeks have just been uh, nuts so, for me. So, uh, yeah, I guess it was just yesterday. Uh, I guess it went well. She's just recovering. Uh, she said she slept well last night. Um, my uh, Our mom and dad, my mom and dad also, also Emily's mom and dad, <laughs> are up there <laughs> with her. <laughs> um, yeah, what did she have done again? Her stint replaced. Oh, that's right. I knew that yesterday. And Chandler, I, last night as we were going to bed, I'm like, oh, yeah, Katie had surgery today. Um, she got a new straw. She got a new straw. <laughs> but I knew what it was. I said stint. I remember her mentioning that. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Is it kind of a crazy surgery? Do you know much about it? Um, it seemed like it was only like an hour and a half or something. I think it was even shorter. It's it's not too bad. They just kind of, I think they just go up, take the old one out, put the new one in, and then that's it. Go up. And so, so I think it's these headphones are making me crazy. So I don't think it's too bad. Um, like it's pretty common. We don't. I don't want to get into what a stint does or where it is. Google it at your own risk. I think I know what it is. I don't know for sure. What is? Uh, I'll ask you off the. <laughs> we bar. already we already talked about this. <laughs> we didn't talk about a stint. We talked about sphincters. No, in the same episode we talked about a stint. Yeah, but we didn't talk about like. What is it? She says her kidney's too heavy, so her kidney won't drain on its own because uh-huh. her kidney's so big. Oh. And so she has to have something there to support the like exit of her kidney. Emily, that's going to be the best part of this podcast is my memory is mush. <laughs> and so, I mean, we've recorded a couple uh, pilot, I guess, well, pilot and then maybe a couple just test episodes of another podcast I'm talking about like uh, theme parks that we like. And I think we talk about the same things every time. At least I think I bring it up every time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, well wishes, Katie. R.I.P. to your old stint. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And she didn't get back to me. I asked her if it was a Boston Scientific. Do you think she had the chance to ask her doctor? (laughs) She said she would, but I don't know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> is that the major brand? Is the Boston Scientific? I guess you knew all the different brands. That's the one our hospital stocks. I was just curious, and it's the same like health system that she went to up there. I think so. Is that the same brand that makes like the robot do- robot dogs? Boston. Oh, that- oh, oh! Do you know what oh. I'm talking about? My real dog just fell down between my legs. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I-, I think it's the same company. So they're making robot dogs and they're making stints. So Katie should be proud if that's what's in her body. It also could be a they're robot, like, so be careful. Like three three M, they dabble in everything. <laughs> like three M makes everything. <laughs> I know they they got their stuff on anything. Every single piece of tape. I, I feel like I never heard about it. 
um, until we had a relative that worked there. And then I just like started noticing, oh my goodness, yeah. this tape that I've been using my whole life is 3M. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what else they manufacture. I don't know. So just uh, me and Emily. Emily and I and Daisy. Daisy's not talking. What if she could? She looks a little sleepy. Um, (laughs) She should be. She had me awake every other hour last night. And then on the opposite hour, Dex had me waking up every other hour. Like just moving around? Like they made me get up and open the door for them so they could go take care of business. And then they have you, they whine and want you to get back in the door? Yeah. Well, I just leave the door open. Dex has a bed on the floor, but Daisy, she wants help up on the bed. Even though we have stairs, she like, it's too dark. She gets nervous. Mm-hmm. And so she wants some extra help getting up on the bed. Why don't you get one of those little plug-in nightlights? We, we even had a nightlight last night because we're both still sick. Mm-hmm. And so we had a humidifier with a nightlight. But she's still, I just don't think she can see very Humidifier with a light is not a nightlight. You have a normal light for, you know, that goes on the, on the stairs. <laughs> like a spotlight? Sure. Yeah. Whatever. They have these little ones you just plug in, you know, and it, it, it senses <laughs> the darkness, and <laughs> I don't know. Or get Daisy a little headlamp, so she always has a light on her. She'll look like that fish that has the thing that hangs over from Finding Nemo. Yeah. She's um, really. She's sitting up next to me, falling asleep. She's she's a tired girl. She's a little worn out. Now that she could night. be next to you. <laughs> <laughs> this well, this week I made egg eggnog cookies. What? Vegan eggnog cookies? I mean, ve- yeah. Wow. They turned out pretty good. So do you usually make like regular vegan eggnog? No, I buy it. Oh. I think right. the brand So did you is... buy vegan eggnog for this? Yeah. I don't know. When you said you made vegan and... eggnog cookies, I assumed you made every aspect of it. So that's why I went. <laughs> <laughs> I ground my own flour. <laughs> no. No. I mean oh. like. So the biggest part was the ve- or the eggnog. And so I'm like, oh, cool. She made eggnog. <laughs> I mean, I still, I still added like spices, like eggnog spices, to the cookies. Does Ryan like them? I know he's a big fan of eggnog. Yeah, he liked them. Him and Nana. Nana said they're her favorite. She's like, those are pleasant little cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Does Nana like eggnog? I don't know. I guess, or she at least likes the cookies. But I made it like a snickerdoodle, so it had like sugar on the outside. I've been craving eggnog. I'm gonna have to go get some today. It snowed here where we live. And uh, it just feels really seasonal. It feels like I can use some eggnog. Does Ryan, yeah. I, I think we tried it last year. Did Ryan like the vegan eggnog? Yeah. Okay. I ha- We got a couple of different brands. Um, the brand that I think he likes the most, um, I got to look up the name. I can't remember how to pronounce it. Calafia. Mm. Sponsor us. Not sponsored yet. <laughs> and it's kind of pricey, but it's really good. He says that's the best tasting one, in his opinion. We've tried, like, the Target brand. We've tried So Delicious. Um, I'm trying to think of what other brands we've tried. But we tried, like, probably four or five different brands of vegan eggnog. And he likes the Calafia one the best. <clears throat> Has the illness gone But, yeah, so I made some cookies with it. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> Sorry. She just muted her mic. <coughs> that's the car- her coughing noise. I'll add that in post. <laughs> That's my little thing. I just got fl- I just got stuff in my in my my throat. I'm not really feeling ill, but I don't know. I'm, I'm over yeah. it. I feel like pretty much we got the seasonal sickness. Is that what you called it? It's the part of podcast where Emily mutes herself and Katie and I keep talking. But oh, she's back. You're so funny. No, I just uh, usually when you do that, Katie's here and her and I can keep chatting, and so that 
Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we could cut it out. Uh, Emily's little girls come and mess with her, uh, ask questions and whatnot. Do you think they'll ever join yeah. in on the on the pod? Their little voices. You do, you did, recorded yeah. them for a different thing. Yeah, we never edited that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Finley asked. She's like, "Let me know when you're done so I can come say hi." She's like, <laughs> "But if only if they're available, because she know that a couple <laughs> weeks ago that you you guys had to go." Yeah, so it snowed. Which is nice. I like when it snows like in December, and now it's officially December, right. which is good. Hank's yeah, staying warm. I, Hank, Hank, Hank stayed in his house like all day yesterday. He he was all cozied up in his little cat mansion. Does he just he just stays in there all day? Yeah, he'll just like I mean he's got little like steps and stuff, and he's got toys and his little litter box. Big. And it's a good it's a good sized house for a cat. It's uh, yeah. did you guys ever measure it? it seems it's like a shed. You know, pretty much. It's like eight by four, I think, approximately. Oh, palace. Hank's so. palace. Well, that's sweet. He, have you figured out how you're going to track him anymore? Have you gotten a new air tag or? No, I don't even care about tracking him. I'm just mad that the air tag's gone and yeah. the app won't find it. Like, I'm just annoyed. Yeah. Because I thought sense. it was it like, like the gold standard of trackers. Well, here's the thing, Emily. If you Apple probably knows how much you dislike them. And so they probably gave you a <laughs> They dud. gave me the <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we have to give this to someone. Let's give it yeah. to the person I, who's yeah. owned Samsung phones. Did you ever look it up to see if people have issues like that with an Apple tracker and if Yeah. Any... Yeah, I checked Reddit cuz where yeah. else do you go? Right. <laughs> um, the information database. Some people yeah, <laughs> some people have. I've tried everything that they like suggested, and it mm-hmm. didn't help me. So, so it sounds like a YP. It's your problem. Your problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something else happened this week that's kind of weird. Is I was listening to two different podcasts that are on two different networks, and I don't. They're like in no way related. Like they're completely different genres. It was very strange, but they both brought up the same thing. Like, oh. briefly. And I don't wow. think most people would have caught it. It was very weird. So, one of the podcasts I listened to did a story about, like, an avalanche and, like, search and rescue for this avalanche and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, just the history of it. And then I was listening to this other podcast. And they were talking about how he was like, yeah, so I was watching a YouTube video and about avalanches. And they talked about FaceTime. And I'm sitting there, like, trying to recover the memory. I'm like, where have I heard this before? And I was like, oh my wow. gosh, it was in the other podcast. It was so weird. Wow. And uh, I, don't, I don't think so there's any way that they coordinated that or anything, you know? <laughs> uh, well, we've coordinated, co- coordinated this because this is the third podcast where we're talking avalanches. It's funny you bring that up because <laughs> that's all I wanted to chat about today. Are you scared of avalanches? <laughs> you know, honestly. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do I you, try to stay do you as have... far away as possible. Okay, but From snow. it's like so. Oh, the canyons that you guys live at the base of, you know, they're pretty prone. I think they're like the high, one of the highest active. Don't quote me on this. I think they're one of the highest active for avalanches, um, especially little cottonwood, um, because it's just it's steep. Um, you know, lots of different paths or whatnot, and so we'd cover when I worked in news we would cover avalanches often. You know, it's always the canyons closed for a day or something. And it's crazy. Nobody's getting Avalanche up the canyon. Mitigation. 
Yeah, people are trying to get up there, trying to snowboard or whatever. But a lot of times people are trapped up the canyon and they can't get back down. And so they got a shelter in place or they lo- inner lodge or whatever it's called. Um, but yeah, anyway, well, so once they, once, once like, they clean it up oh, and, uh, you know, you can actually go up the road, we would drive up the canyon and see where the avalanche is, even just the after, just seeing the destruction and seeing all that snow still gives me chills. Like that was the spookiest stuff of just seeing where all that power went, every, everything had knocked over and, you know, there's stories of people getting hit in an avalanche or something in their car. They're trapped in their car. They get out. I, you know, recently, I think every story I've seen, they've, they've gotten out in Utah at least, but it's terrifying. Avalanches are nuts. I didn't like covering them unless I was like at the base of the Canyon safe. Once I tried, I had to get out and like shoot the B roll of the, you know, the after, what would you call it? Like the after, after party, aftermath, uh, (laughs) <laughs> after party <laughs> um, oh man yeah it's it was it, it's terrifying that's a crazy natural disaster so hopefully yeah. nothing never happens on the other side of the mountains where it comes down to your guys's house i don't know if it'd get that far <laughs> yeah i don't know if it would but yeah avalanches are crazy i in fact so the healthcare system i work for i was looking at jobs up that canyon at one of the clinics up there and they tell people they're like you know pack a toothbrush when you go to work because you don't know if you're going to go home that night because you just you don't know when the canyon's going to be closed and i did fact check you in case you're curious Uh um according to a ksl news article from april 5th 2023 little cotton canyon is one of the most avalanche prone canyons in the world university of utah professor says so wow yeah i don't know i think it's it probably says in the article too it's just like it being steep different weather things that's it's a yeah. crazy canyon we had lots of snow especially the past couple it says of years there's 50 different avalanche paths wow. that's quite a few i mean that canyon's not very big like i mean long you know lengthways so having right. 50 different paths of avalanche like for avalanches ryan he likes to go snowmobiling and that's like one of my biggest fears like he says he like tries to stay away you know from the, the dangers and he looks at like forecasts and, and all that sort of thing. And he actually has a, like a avalanche, like float backpack. Oh, have you ever heard, have we talked about that? Is that what it's like inflates? Like you pull and yeah, a you pull it. You. Yep. And it's like a big pillow. And the idea is that like, hopefully you'll kind of stay like on the top of the, the avalanche. But then also like after you're, if you get trapped, you, deflate it and then you have a pocket of air around you oh so then hopefully you can survive a little bit longer until some help can can get to you so spooky it's kind of interesting yeah if i was doing anything that necessitated a device like that where <laughs> you know even just being on a boat with a life vest <laughs> like i don't want to do this I, if there's a risk that i'm going to need this at all why would i put this on why would i be out here um, well, it's like when I go snowmobiling with Ryan, I like to stay on the roads, <laughs> like the like <laughs> roads the other cars have driven on that like the snow's yeah. packed down. <laughs> like, well, we know stories, yeah. you know, there's there's plenty of stories in Utah and, you know, in our na- neighborhood of people getting in accidents on snowmobiles. So I never really wanted to get near one. And uh, yeah, but Ryan's safe. Ryan's careful and glad to hear he, t- yeah. he takes the precautions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. And, it's no and scary, he's got, and it's like, cold. It's cold outside. He won't go outside. And he's got a tracker thing too that he can like 
send SOS and Garmin will, you know, let search and rescuers know where his like ping is or whatever. Oh, wow. So he's got different things, but I don't know. It still makes me nervous. Um, speaking of natural disasters, is that a disaster? Yeah, let's talk more. <laughs> Avalanches, I would say. Uh, at my work, Emily, they had training this week of the big one. Oh, no. The 7.0 okay. that's supposed to strike Utah. Um, yeah. Magnitude earthquake. And it's terrifying. There's a there's like a 43-something chance that it happens in the next 50 years. And as somebody pointed out, that's just a flip of a coin. Like that's <laughs> – I know they've been saying this and mom and dad have said they said it for a while. Um, that's crazy. That's a high chance that a 7.0 and apparently you know on the fault line of highland drive i guess highland drive follows it uh yeah goners like a destruction the the loss of life wasn't too high from the earthquake but i'm sure afterwards it's pretty high um i think they said it's like just over three thousand people immediately but the east bench is supposed to raise up close to the height of mountains and the west side Ow. is supposed to sink. <laughs> so take that for oh what it's worth. Oh my gosh. Uh, we are on a part of the fault line, and so are you guys. So we're going to, yeah. I hope it kind of just flings us, you know, and, you know, it shoots us up. It's really quick. It's like a springboard, and uh, we just all jump into space or something. We're just floating in space. Then we die in space. I want to know the calculation, the num- amount of people from the earthquake that died in space. Um, Perfect. Yeah. I'm sure that's high too. From the- well, and you think about a few years ago, we had that earthquake, um, you know, a few miles, um, like on the other side of the valley, basically. And it was a 5.7. And yeah. that was a pretty good, I mean, we were miles and miles away. And that was a pretty good uh, shaking, yeah. rocking. <laughs> I don't know. And I guess, like our- you know, just he- hearing the destruction from a 7 I don't understand how the scale works. Like, is a six six must be pretty, pretty big for a seven to cause like destruction. Like, all brick buildings are supposed to just fall down that are around here. Old brick buildings, uh, yeah. downtown supposed to suffer crazy damage. You know, skyscrapers falling and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know what the scale is. The five, obviously, there was damage. It was terrifying. But what's a six? Five point seven. So it was almost a six. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, I think, too, that they say that, like, a 10.0 earthquake is, like, it says there's no fault that's, like, long enough to generate a 10.0 earthquake. So, the Richter scale is from, like, whatever, 1 to 10, or however mm-hmm. you measure it. I don't know if it starts as a zero. I don't know. But there's no fault that's long enough to generate a 10.0 earthquake. So, hmm. kind of kind of interesting. And you look at the destruction, and now, you know, buildings locally are making sure that places are reinforced and you know structurally sound hopefully during an earthquake but like you said the older buildings that are are you know around still and homes like you Mm -hmm. wonder how they'll uh i guess a big problem would be like in salt lake and on the west side like the timing for the earthquake if it happened like in this like the middle of the day and like kids were in school we'd see a lot more loss just you know, having those old brick buildings and whatnot. Um, so hopefully it happens in the middle of the night and I just sleep through it. 
and I die or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my biggest thing is like I wish I had like a satellite phone. I don't know if you you guys ever looked at those. I, I want to have a satellite phone just to make sure you know. You know, just to have the contact, I guess. Way to go. But I'd imagine that's going to kind of muck up some signal if everyone has a satellite phone now after this thing. It wasn't like a, like a lot of people are worrying about it, but it's, you know, I think a lot of people got on their minds. And a lot of people around us have food storage and are prepared for something like this. One of the safest places is my work. I guess they reinforce that. They put on rollers uh, for an earthquake. So... When the, the when the last the last earthquake happens, uh, it's a pretty safe space to be. So hopefully, I'm working that day uh, too. <laughs> I don't I don't know what the plan would be <laughs> for our family, like trying to get in contact or trying to see everyone. A uh, lot to think about. We were talking we about food storage yesterday. Uh, oh. Do you have much food storage? None. Uh, I have some cans of chili. Okay. Nobody go to Nick's house if there's a natural disaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you I'm like chili. To your house. <laughs> Chili and liquid death. Hello there. Do you follow us on Instagram? Our page is called We Don't Claim to Be Experts. All one word on Instagram. We try to post updates, ask questions for upcoming episodes, and we post funny reels that have highlights from our most recent episodes. They also feature photos of us when we were kids. Don't forget to like our posts so we show up on your feed. Thanks and happy listening. I was looking at my food storage because I was actually putting it away on some shelves. I have some interesting things. So I have like, this was before I was vegan and Ryan ate mostly vegetarian slash vegan. And so I have like pulled pork. I've got cheddar cheese. I've got zucchini. Um, Worst thing for vegans. (laughs) (laughs) Pulled pork, cheddar cheese, zucchini. (laughs) (laughs) I also Everything have, like, the vegan chicken hate. and stuff, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I also have chicken. And then I was just trying to think of the weird, obscure things that I have in my food storage. That it's like I just picked, like, random stuff. I don't know what's happening upstairs. Can you hear that? Yeah. And then I've got, like, grapes. And they're all freeze-dried. Do you oh. like freeze-dried food? Uh, Sure. I'd imagine. I don't eat it often. But, you know, if there was an apocalypse, I'm, I'll eat anything. Yeah, right? I know, that's what Ryan, he, like, he was looking at all mom's boxes in the garage, and he was like, what is this? And he's like, you know, he, like, he was like, why does your mom have all these boxes of food? And, like, then I explained it. Well, if there's something bad happened and you were starving, you'd want to eat it. I don't even know yeah. what it is. I could have been, like, I don't know, it could all be apple slices. I have no idea. Yeah. We, so. uh, yeah, we don't have a food storage. Obviously, honestly, we just, we just don't have the space. With everything else going on in the world right now, the last thing I'm thinking about is what I'm eating after the apocalypse. So I don't have a lot of. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll come find you guys and just live with you and eat your food. So if that works. <laughs> oh, you need to bring your own water though. Get a life straw. Uh, that, that works because uh, my airstream isn't powered. It just needs the CO2 canister. I'll probably have to invest in those. That'll be my. Uh, food storage is canisters for my airstream to drink bubbly okay. water. You're also in charge of the Dr. Pepper flavor. Um, <laughs> Whatever, what little, flavor little is packet. it? I don't know. Do- Dr. What's Dr. Airstream? <laughs> Whatever. Doctor- no, Katie says there's a flavor you put in it. That- 
Oh, black cherry or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, okay. I I don't know. Yeah, I wonder what everyone I wonder what our plan is. Let's start let's thinking about let's start thinking about this, Emily. Jokingly. Okay. But let's think about our okay. what our plan is. Okay. Well if Katie so, and Ben can we need to go to their house because they've got movies. That's another thing. Earthquake happens, everything falls down, we don't know what to do. I assume, you know, I'm not gonna be with anyone. Because you know what if I'm at work or something, Chandler's at work. What are the cats doing? It's like what what would I do? I would just fall, you know, I seriously. Like there's no plan. I feel like I can have no plan. I just have to see what happens. I have a, a I have a generator, but we need pe- we need petrol to char- to power the generator. Okay. Do you have petrol? Can you store <laughs> gasoline? I don't think you can like long term. Like I think it like in fact the other day we were driving in Ryan's Prius and it was making some like weird noises. He's like, I put like four year old gas in this the other day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's probably it, like fine. it's it's not as uh, efficient as a fuel, like the longer it sits. Because oh. he had a he had a drain fuel from a car and yeah. he'll he'll save it sometimes, you know, like I mean, where's he gonna put it? He can't just like dump it down the drain anyway. So he'll just put it like in his car or something if a customer needs a tune or something and he has to drain the gas tank. So anyway, um, back to apocalypse talk. I feel yeah. We gotta figure this out. We'll put Ryan in charge Uh, of the fuel. Yeah, Ryan's got the gas. I'll yeah. I'll bring my airstream, and we still have a lot of limes left over from the wedding that haven't gone bad yet. So hopefully those are still fine. Hoping that it happens soon, or not hoping that it happens soon. Um, Before the limes go bad, anyway. Yeah, I feel like. Hear me out. We should all just meet at the hospital. Just meet at meet the hospital. Emily, you could still work. Uh, Mom can have dialysis. <laughs> we'll have health care. There's a food court. Hospital will probably it'll, it'll probably last. You know, it's a good. Everyone else will be there because of injuries and whatnot. But at least we'll be close by. That's probably that might be where FEMA aims for too. So I might go to the hospital, even if I have to. You know, maybe just that big one in Murray. And yeah, just see hang where out. It takes us. Yeah, <laughs> watch everything. I'll film. I'll bring my cameras. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually have like f- um like a list so if there's like a natural disaster caregivers to respond to the hospital mm-hmm. and so they have like a list of who calls who oh at least in my at least in my department and so so it's it, like, would you have to go to work i don't i don't know i mean i i don't know and i wonder what my role would be if i would like jump into like actual caregiving or just helping because i have experience in that or if it I mean, mm-hmm. I can't imagine billing is a concern. <laughs> I'd got a, I'd picture it all be like where it happens. It's all volunteer, and so it's like if you, you know, you're able to, you got to go do your job if it's necessity or whatever. But they'll probably bring doctors in from somewhere else, and they'll probably bring whatever. So I don't know, but like, say, say the house falls down. Say your house falls down. Do you worry about that? Like, do you, your house falls down, you don't know have anywhere to go. You start, you gotta start moving somewhere. I mean, is it just, okay, the house is gone. All the things are gone. Do you worry about coming back, rebuilding? What is it? What does the after look after, after it look like? I, I try not to dwell on that too much because then I can get into like this weird, weird, um, matrix of fear and anxiety. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Here's my big fear, Emily. Okay. Let's that talk. causes me some anxiety. 
earthquake happens here, seven point whatever, maybe higher, if we have a big enough fault line, and it triggers Yellowstone. Yes. You know, something big here has to trigger. I don't know if vice versa. Maybe you know, if Yellowstone erupts, that's probably when the earthquake hits. Yellowstone goes off. We're all gonna we're all goners. Um, yeah, kind of crazy to think about. You have to move like yeah. to New York. Even New York, you'll get covered in ash, but at least you'll be alive covered in ash. Well, like I've thought about that because the cabin is very close to Yellowstone, and I'm like, what if it happens like while we're up there, like. We're just, we're done. <laughs> well, the good news is, I don't think you guys will even have to worry about it. You know, if it happens, it happens. You'll be, it'll be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Here in Salt Lake, we got 10 minutes to think about it. I think we got like 10 or 15 minutes until like stuff starts happening here. So. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to be great. Lots to look forward to. But at least. Right now, we have each other, and that's all we can focus on. We need a on. bunker. Let's build a bunker. I'm watching a YouTube video of this guy down in, in Pleasant Grove build a bunker. I'll have to send it to you. Mm-hmm. He's on his like fifth mm-hmm. part right now. There is... I watched a show, speaking of shows. Um, Blast from oh, the Past. Gosh. <laughs> yes, that was it. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Is that who yeah. was in it? I don't even know. I can't <laughs> yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Walken, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> so, in Kansas... There's a former missile silo in Kansas that's turned into a luxurious survival condo. I think I've heard of these. Let me send it to you so you can look at it while we're talking. It's just like um, a field. It's a field of like random silos, right? Like underground. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody has like bought one and oh, yeah. they've made these like little uh, like apartments because it's wow. like, and I don't know, it's like 10 stories or something, but they've got like. A hydroponic garden. They've got like a gym, a movie theater, like so you so, can just go and hang out in your. So what is? I tried to, did you pull it up? They even cost. have they even have pictures. That's crazy. So this is this is like an artist. Oh, they got a little wow! You got a swimming pool, and and a uh, and a lion. You got a lion painted on the wall. What's the cost of this thing? Does it show what the cost is? I'm sure it's inexpensive and. Everyone can afford one of these. Yeah, obviously. Um, did you see that food silo. storage? The food storage um, uh, rock climbing wall. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, 1.3 million. Cool. Yeah. That's, you know, I just that's, don't know how you would. I just don't know how you'd get there. Like if <laughs> yeah, you'd have to live in. The, well, you'd have to live in Kansas. Such everyone's first If the stuff mistake. hit the fan. <laughs> yeah. That food storage is crazy. How often do you think they have to replace that? What's like a what's a what's the, what's so the shelf I, life? So I used so it's thirty years for most items on the uh, in that for that company, mm-hmm. and so that company like you know that specific brand. Yeah, so that's why I was I was gonna say, can you see that food storage? Just because I used to be a consultant for them, but it was oh. mostly so I could get like a discount on like the food. I didn't like ever sell it or anything, but so all my food storage is that brand. So you'd but sell have, like, the brand- food, and you'd get more people myself. to sell the food. And then two more people would get sell the food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Luckily, I never, I never like sold. I would just like, I would text like my mom and mother-in-law and be like, do you guys need anything? I'm going down there to pick stuff up if you do. <laughs> like, Thank I never really. Goodness. Thank goodness they have a shooting range. You can practice shooting zombies. Good. Elevator. Good, good, good. Yeah, the rock wall. Do you, could you, do you think you could sit underneath one of these uh, sun lamps and, you know, get vitamin D from it? 
Is that how sun lamps work? Can you just, you know, like in this little plant picture? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Probably, you probably just sit in front of one of those lamps you never ever go outside again, I imagine. I like how there's like pretend windows, so it's like you're looking outside. It's so silly. <laughs> I, w- I would like like moving like a video. I would like yeah. it to be a video. Yeah, I, um, yeah, and it's like a TV. It's a TV that's sideways. And I don't even know what I would prefer. It'd almost be worth it having like the blinds, like fake blinds, and then just artificial light coming through the blinds. Uh, yeah. I don't want to see a fake picture of outside because look at the picture of it. It's like, <laughs> unless it's a live camera. That would be, be live... cool. Then you can see the doom and gloom. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good to have. <laughs> I think, you know, have a hole with some cameras. That's all I need in a bunker. Then there's also these bunkers um, in South Dakota. So it's the Black Hills Army Base, which was originally built by the Army Corps engineer as a fortress uh, to store bombs and munitions from 42 to 67. Then when it was retired, somebody purchased it, and you can, like, rent it. So it's kind of interesting. So, like, this company, like, owns the property, and then you rent, like, the bunker from them. And then you're welcome to build, like, just about anything inside of it. But it has to be, like, completely removable so that, Hmm. like, you don't own the building, but you can build your own little room inside the building, if that makes sense. Wow. Why is it always these states? Why is it always these states where you have, where they're building these type of things? The bunkers. There's movies about people building bunkers in these states. Um, is it just that? that, it's just that? Well, also, we don't have the... Like, we don't have anything like this locally. You know? If we did, there might be... I think... I think I've heard stuff where... Like, I should send you this picture. Like, we don't have anything like this locally that I know of. Let's see. Yeah. Not, not where, you you know, you're building, like, a you know 10 story thing underground is that what you mean right and then like these bunkers like we don't have anything like these bunkers that i've I do, seen but i do work with this guy who told me that in some areas in utah like depending on when the homes were built like the the different groups of homes like up in bountiful there's neighborhoods that were built with bunkers huh behind homes and stuff um interesting I mean, like you know, like preparing. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, going yeah. out to the field bunker here. Here's another picture where it's just like rows and rows of them. But like, we don't have anything like that that I know of. So, but they're meant to yeah. withstand horrible things because yeah. they were supposed to protect things <laughs> from horrible things. Right. Uh, also hidden from above. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to get in the bunker business and you know sell these things. I think it'd be fun to holes. build a bunker. <laughs> uh. It's, so this video goes into, I'll send it to you. He goes into like the best materials. Like if you wanted to just dig a hole and put something in the hole and then create a home out of it. He thought about doing a cargo container, but cargo containers aren't the strongest for building an underground bunker. Like just because the shape or something. I can't, well, what was it? When you watch it. If you well, watch they might it, rust see. too, I would think. So what he got was like, these giant t- metal tubes. That, uh, you know, it's like 60 feet long to weld them together and put them underground. Um, and his wife is in a wheelchair. And so he has to build an elevator to get her down to it. Huh. Um, yeah, we'll send you that. Maybe we'll get some ideas and we'll we'll build a bunker one of these days. We'll, we'll revisit need, this. We'll revisit the bunker talk. <laughs> We're a bunker podcast now. <laughs>
We're building a bunker for our cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the cats have to live. I just hope yeah. they're not scared when that happens. To send you, oh, let me, uh, I move the call over to my phone so you can see how Indy's laying. He's become a little snuggle bug. Um, he'll come and snuggle with, with Chandler and I, and he'll just like sit right on our laps and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so Those cute. are his hips behind his head there. That's his hips. He's got big hips. <laughs> Those are childbirth and hips. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, bud. He's got just the sleepiest eyes, too, if you wake him up. All right. Well, this oh. short podcast without Katie turned into uh, uh, quite the haul. We visited places we never thought we would. You know, you talk about avalanches, you can go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> so now this, if like many other listeners of podcasts, this is the third podcast this week. There's the babies. I like that they turn their head away. You know, they I love when enough. they lay on each other, but they're not right now. Oh, I did got Indy laid on Ella. Uh, her on her, sat on her head today. And started mushing, and I'd never seen him mush. Oh, so that's that's him laying on her head, and her oh. paws like stretched out in front of her. I zoom <laughs> here in a second. That's her paw. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never seen him. He's not a mushing cat. So it was cute to see him mush it, and then it was awesome seeing Ella's arm just stretched out underneath him. Well, anything else? Any more bunker talk or avalanche talk or disaster talk? Yeah, well, I was going to say, so with, like, um, Yellowstone, I looked okay. into, like, gas masks. But hmm. Then I think, okay, let's say you get a gas mask and you can survive the, like, toxic fumes. But what do you do when you got to, like, eat and sustain yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to have a underground bunker that you can go to. <laughs> yeah, right? Huh. That's why we need bunkers. Like, that's what I was, like, I don't you're know. saying. Bu- anyway. Bun- bunkers are a funny idea, too. I, I like the idea of a bunker. It's funny when people have bunkers to me for some reason. Um, yeah. But then they build it and like, they have it. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of, that's probably pretty nice. It's like, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I know that if I built one, I would be judged. But also if something happened, I would be smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like something Dwight would say. <laughs> yeah. Building yeah. this, I knew I would be judged. That's That's exactly it. Like, I feel like I would be Dwight. <laughs> if I'm dead, you would have been dead for weeks. Dwight has both the uh, master key and the spare key. As we said, Dwight, what if something happens to you? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm dead. All right. Hmm. Well, I think I've said enough. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, R.I.P. Katie's old stint. Great talk. She missed a good one. I feel like she'd have good things <laughs> yeah. to say about this, too. So she really missed yeah. out. We could revisit. Yeah. But, yeah. We'll see you when we see you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop by Katie and Ben's. Get some movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. It's hard because you can't like dwell on it like too much. Yeah, you can only do what you can. And I, I don't know. I think I think I care more because I don't. I, what I'm trying to say is, I think I worry more for my kids because it's my responsibility to take care of them and make sure that they're they have what they need. Yeah, and I would want to prepare and take care of them if I can. I brought an extra pack of like cat food this week. Just like and I was oh. like, I should really have like extra like cat food around because I I don't have any extra. I've got plenty of dog food. Like I've got like three bags of dog food, like huge, yeah. huge bags. Oh wow! But no cat food, so I I should <laughs> I should put that in my food storage. I'd be interested to see what percentage of people have are prepared. Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think many. I think I even think like even 
I think there's a majority, especially where we live, a specific group. But, but I don't think they're 100% prepared because it's like, okay, let's say you have like, I've got a whole, I've got shelves and shelves of dehydrated food, but it's like, mm-hmm. I don't have any water. Yeah. You know, it's like, I just don't think people are 100% prepared. Some you can store water, be. right? As long as it's not in sunlight. Yeah. There's different like requirements and like the container and how long you can store it. And hmm. I don't have the facts to share that right now. So <laughs> <laughs> where are you keeping your water? <laughs> oh, that's why I don't have any water. That's <laughs> I do have life straws though. <laughs> Did you see that red and link with the life straw from forever ago? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. They drank some like LA river water or whatever. Oh, no, it was pee. Oh, well, they drink LA River water, too. That's a river. It's probably fine. Did you see it, though? Fresh spring. Let's see. Rhett and Lee. I've seen. LA River water. Life. Oh, from the episode. Yeah, it's like gray. Looks like gray water. No, I'm just looking at thumbnails. Okay, I'll do this on my own time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, You listen to us Google search podcast now. Well, uh, no, this is is great. We'll be back next week. Okay. Stronger than ever. I'm going to cut you off there, Emily. (laughs) We're just rambling at this point. (laughs) All right. All right. Bye. Uh, Bye.